all. Uh, what we're going to do now is is we're going to give you the opportunity to, to message in. So we're going to play another track now. Uh, this is a beautiful song by Sting. Uh, it is one of my favourites. And this is Fields of Gold.
That was Sting there and Fields of Gold. So as we said, we have Nigel Bonham all the way from Nottingham on our phone lines tonight, joining us here at Heart to Heart at Pure West Radio. And uh, we were just reading the beautifully read, thank you, Emma, the the Believe uh, with regards to how Nigel's life had, had been and why he felt inspired to write that particular writing. But we've also got another one that Emma's going to be kind enough to read for us now and this is called Hierarchy. Hierarchy. Observe. Keep your profile low as you learn the strengths and weaknesses of the pack. Don't be a sheep. Be more of a shepherd. But by taking on your role, don't mislead yourself. Don't be tempted into misconception. Leadership in the pack isn't always the fastest or strongest. It's the wisest. The one that listens, attentive to the happenings going on. Learning, compelling oneself to the dramas surrounding them, watching out for the right time to call the sheep in. It's good to have a sheepdog as the shepherd, so that make sure it's a malleable one, as you'll need it to protect you and your sheep at times of difficulty. Feed your dog well, earn its respect. It may threaten to bite you, but it is showing you its teeth as it doesn't know if to trust you. It's high up on the hierarchy and normal controls the pack. Not sure why you are different, it attempts to suppress any misconceived superiority you may have. Now that was a time, Nigel, when you felt lost and that you had no belonging and you said that you actually felt that you attached yourself to a group or a gang um, as people would call it and that made you feel safe so that you could fade into the background to, to watch and learn. Now, now what age was that? I was 16 years old. I just left, I just left home. So I left home at, I can't believe a 16 year old and I look at my children and leave home on their own. It's just such a a place out there for a young a young man or, or an old child I'd call it at 16 yeah. Um, but yeah I'd left home and, and, and it was what next so um, so you go and get well I went and got somewhere to live which um, which happened to be in a in a house full of all the lads of that age group so we were all more than 16 and, and, and there was a couple of lads that were a bit older um and, and you would call it a gang. I mean, there was no, in the sense of gang, there was no guns and knife crime in the gang, but there was, there was a lot of, when I call it hierarchy, because there was a lot of fighting for the top. So a lot of it, because in, in when you get a bunch of lads together, who, in the house was five or six, but were part of another gang as well. Were they all the but, same age, Nigel? Were they all that age, 16? Um, there was some that I mean there was I mean I write in, in, in that writing I say about the get yourself a you know if you're a shepherd get yourself a, a, a good sheep dog and what it was uh, I didn't feel like I was the strongest of the pack so that's why I say it's not the strongest it's the wisest and I saw myself as the wisest mm-hmm. and that was just my positive thought pattern while I was involved I'd be watching and learning and seeing just try not to be exploited although I did get exploited a few times by a couple of the lads in certain ways 
um, and intimidating if you like. Yeah. But what I what I learned to do is get within that group. I learned to when I write about feeding the dog and earning its respect. What I did is I got the strongest lad on side, and then that made me stronger. So I called him the sheep dog. So I pretend I I carried on being in my head the shepherd, and I wanted him to control the group by being by him being respectful to me. Yeah. They could see that, and it and it, it was it was. Uh, well, you can work it out for yourself yeah, of there, course. Can't you, what I was doing. And, and by feeding him, what I was doing is I was doing stuff for him that nobody had ever done before. So I'd worked it out that people were frightened of him, but they wouldn't try and do anything for him. They didn't know what was coming next. Well, I just did it. I would do things for him without lowering myself, but I would still do things for him. And, and where I write in there about, he then um, almost got felt threatened that I was doing too much for him, he, he became suspicious. So he, in sense of the animal world, he was he, he showed his teeth, but what, mm. he, what he did is he threatened me. And, uh, and, and I, I smiled at him and said, you don't need to threaten me. I said, you're tougher than me. If you want to destroy me, you can destroy me. You've got no battle with me. I'm your friend. you just got to pick who your friends are. I'm telling you I am. And that's what I did in that part, to try and protect myself. And that was at 16? Um, pardon? And that was at 16? Just 16 years? 16. Wow. And and, um, and you just got to be careful that you, you you sort of don't upset the wrong people. That's how I looked at it. Mm. But again, I look back to the, the, the situation with my stepmother and... and any little thing would upset her, so I, I'd already learned how not to upset people, because nobody had a shorter fuse than her. So it was it was it was a good it was a good sort of um, lesson for me. Um, but I came out of that quite well, and um, and I was only in that. I was it felt like an age. If I look back now, I think it felt like about ten years, but actually it's probably about eighteen months. But it felt like ages because it's such an early time in my um, independence as a, as a, as a as I'm going to call myself an older child because I don't think I'm old for 16. No, of course. Um, but Very impressionable people, as well, isn't it, at mm. that age? Pardon? Very impressionable as well at that age. I mean, you, you 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 could have taken the the other road, Nigel, and you chose not to. And and I think that is absolutely amazing for somebody at that age, such a young age, to be able to do that. I, 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 I saw people, I saw people get destroyed. People that I don't know why. I don't know why. They were just different to me, and I saw them. I could see myself stronger than them. I just saw myself wiser and and, and um, I work things. I'm just an analytical person, so I just um, when I saw people doing what they were doing, I thought I know what's coming next, and they did. And, and I just stayed clear of it, and I made sure I boxed it clever, as I would call it. And um, I saw some some of them aren't alive anymore through drugs, and some of them went to prison, and. Um, and, and there was a situation where um, there was a there was a there was a big fight organised. I'll, I'll tell you this much actually. It was a big fight organised on a and um, and it was on a field or, or just off Deerham Road, which you all know about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That area. 
and it was between George Pope Road and the city, the lads from the city, and they called themselves the City Boys. And they said to me, they said, right, we're all going up to this field and we're all going to have a fight. And I said, well, good luck. I said, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm not doing it. And I said, you've got to, you're part of the gang. I says, well, I don't want to do it. So, good luck. And I didn't go. And um, half of them got put in prison and a couple of people got really badly injured. Mm. So, you know, the, 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 at an early age, I wouldn't do anything I didn't want to do. And how how was how were the boys when they came back to you because you hadn't been that you hadn't um, joined in with a fight? How, did that have an effect or? Well, what I did is I, I had a I made it quite clear I made it quite clear that um, almost sort of creating a low profile of violence um, that that's not me. Mm. I want to be part of you and I want to be your friend, but don't expect me to do stuff that I don't agree with mm. and. For instance, I had a situation once um, where, and I was n- nowhere near the strongest character in, in, in the groups of people that I knocked about with, but I had this strength to say no. I was very, I'm very stubborn now, and I was very stubborn then. And I remember someone saying to me once, we were walking down the street, and they said, they said, go over there and beat him up. And I said, why? That was my answer, why? And he said, I want to see how, how good you are at fight. I want to see if you can beat him up. I said, why would I beat him up? He said, well, I just told you. I want you to go over there and beat him up. I want to see how hard you are. I want to see how tough you are. I said, that's someone's son. That's someone's boyfriend. That's someone's um, brother. Someone's cousin. You want me to go and beat him up? What about if I kill him? Oh, I didn't look at it like that. I says, well, I'm not doing it. I said, I've been mate, but I'm not going to go and beat someone up just because you think that's going to make me look tougher to you. You don't respect me. And I think there's many lessons friends. that you would have, have taught them as well. Uh, mm, just, well so. just, just in the way that, yeah, that you that you responded to them rather than reacting, uh, which, which again is is just an amazing, very inspirational story. And and I can't thank you enough for coming on the show tonight. We've got some more writings that are going to be shared with you, but we're going to take away with another track, which I have to say is quite apt. And this is Phil Collins and Against All Odds.
So we're going to be continuing to talk to Nigel a little bit later on in the show, but it has come to that time of the evening for Match the Movie to the Music. And tonight we're going to play you just one track. I'm going to give you some clues, so don't forget, message in on uh, Facebook to Lynn Cheryl Perfect or Emma Ruth Thomas. You can also Facebookers on POS Radio. Of course, you can call in at this moment in time on 01437 764455. And the clues are, this film was written by Douglas Day Stewart and it was based on true events. It was filmed in the late 1981 at Port Townsend and Fort Warden, so that gives you a bit of a clue, but was released on the 11th of February in the UK in 1983. So in the movie, one of the famous quotes is door, which means drop on request. It's an Oscar winning film starring Richard Gere. So just one track, match the movie to the music, message in and let us know who you think this particular movie is. Is who knows what tomorrow brings in a world few hearts survive. All I
Belong There by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warren. So again, it's match the movie to the music. Uh, the film was written by Douglas Day Stewart based on a true event. It was filmed in the late 1981 at Port Townsend and Fort Warden, uh, but was released on the 11th of February 1983 in the UK. Uh, in the movie, one of the famous quotes is door, meaning drop on request, and it's an Oscar Winning film starring Richard Gears. Any idea, Emma? Are you asking me that I cannot remember Richard Gere stood there in an officer's <laughs> uniform <laughs> while this song was being played in the movie? <laughs> Go on, tell everybody what it is. Of course it's an officer and a gentleman. That was an amazing movie. Oh my gosh, yes. Actually, I'd like to watch that again now because um, it was an amazing... As you say, it won an Oscar. It did indeed. Yeah, it did. For Richard Gere standing there in a, in a uniform. Yeah. And or I was it for the actual film itself? And I think <laughs> I think you can actually watch that actually on YouTube because as I was looking at all these films, as I said, I was racking my brains trying to find one out of the many that we've done over the past years as we celebrate our one-year um, anniversary, our birthday today, our very first birthday. Uh, yeah, we did. I, I was I was looking along the, all the famous movies thinking we've done that one, we've done that one, we've done that one. So we need your help at home if you've got any ideas of, any movies that we could perhaps play here the tracks on uh, POS Radio on Heart to Heart on a Sunday night between 9 and 11 please get in touch because we're starting to run a little bit thin <laughs> with uh, the movies that, that we're finding that are available okay we're going to take it away with uh, as you said the inspiring story that we have with Nigel uh, from Nottingham that's been joining us tonight don't forget we have got a couple of questions coming in we're going to join him in a little while but we're going to take it away with some fantastic tunes from Queen we've played Queen tribute over the year and this is We Are The Champions I paid my dues time after time Done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my shoes and kicked in my face, but I can't
and local news follow pure west radio on facebook pure west radio
Rocking all over the world there, especially for Dorian and a little bit of the Beatles with Here Comes the Sun. And we certainly hope that it is. So we've got Nigel Bonham on the phone and he's talking to us about the journey tonight, um, his his new book that he's currently writing. And we've had some questions come in, Nigel. And one of them was, did you ever think about returning home at any time? And, and apart from your grandmother as well, uh, did you have anybody else that you could, you know, look up to? Was there any 
famous people that inspired you in any way or well that's that's a very good question actually because when when you've not got someone dominant in your life that's a positive um um if you're a mentor then you do sort of reach out for someone that you see that's famous maybe um or someone that's not famous that you see is successful and some of what i've written um I, I know I've written it for a reason. Some people might not notice it, but some of it is about walking alongside people that you believe in, that, that are successful and positive. And so lot, lots of different people have inspired me, really. But what I've had to do is just um, open my mind up and make a decision who's right, and, and for me, who is right and wrong, to, to help me get to where I need to be. So even to this day, 50 years old, I'm still mixing with, the, with people that are younger and older than me that I believe um, will, will steer me in the right direction just by being around them. Well, it's an amazing story. And uh, another another writing uh, that you had, which, you know, if I can, I'd like to read, um, which was A Bed for the Night. And it says that you were, you said that you were sleeping rough um, after family hadn't offered um, any shelter to you and you explored the avenue of seeking some sort of hostel, uh, but you chose not to. So was this before you were with the group of the gang or, or was this after? Well, this is when I came to Nottingham. Um, and when I, I I didn't plan it as well as I should have done, really. I mean, I, um, I was a, I was a young man. I mean, I was I think I was about nineteen at this stage. So, were you in the group for about three years then? Yeah, about yeah, about three years altogether. But not not so, well. It's about eighteen months, like I said earlier. But then I had a period of about a year, just over a year, where I didn't mix with anyone. I just had my own place and. And I made friends with a couple of people that um, that I spent time with. But, uh, how did you survive financially? How did I survive financially? Um, well, I didn't have a job. I did have jobs when I was from from sixteen. I think I I worked for about a year, just over a year, and then I didn't work for about a year and a half. And then I came to Nottingham. But in that period of a year and a half, I I claimed social benefits to survive. But um, but when you're in a gang or when you're in a group, um, people people help each other. Mm. So if someone hasn't got any money, it all gets pulled. Really, you know, if you're hungry, someone buys some food, everyone eats it. it yeah, that's that's a mentality, really. Okay, so th- this is bed for the night. Where does one go to seek comfort in the night, as the hours of light are immediately becoming dull? You are now beginning to fret about the eventual circumstance you'll soon be faced with. In moments of desperation, we search for an answer to what we believe to be another three or four hours of broken sleep. Shut eye will certainly be short. You're in the mindset of survival once again. And this is regardless of your surroundings that you seek. So you arrive at a place. You're led into a room filled with five or six beds. It's not your top star residence of choice, but you're evaluating which is your next move. The warden is talking, but at this stage your mind is filled with so much stuff that you cannot hear a thing. There's so many eyes looking at you. 
but no contact has been made. You can feel the spirits. The empath that is felt creates an ill feeling inside. It doesn't bode well, and off you trot to spend a night in the wild, taking off your coat and using it as a night sheet to give you the feeling of a bed. That really takes you to that that space, doesn't it? You can actually feel it as you hear the words. It's breathtaking. I love it. I love hearing it. I like, I like hearing it all right now, actually. <laughs> it takes me back to that period in my life where, um, where it was a struggle, but it was an adventure at the same time because I needed to, again, make the right move and sometimes the right move doesn't feel the best move sometimes the right move is, is a comforting move but you know it's not the best move but I made the right move and it was it and it wasn't I could have slept at this place and it could have been okay for a while but I just felt it wasn't right mm-hmm. I've got feelings that don't do it but this was a, this was when I was in Nottingham this was when I, I came and and I had nowhere to stay because and it's a long story which it would take too long to explain tonight, but um, there wasn't anywhere to go. Um, so I turned off on my, my family from, from when I was a baby. Didn't know me at this stage, so they weren't prepared to put me on. So it was right, okay, so I've got no sleep. Um, so it was about finding somewhere. So after a few, I'd had a few nights on the street already. I'd slept in cars. Um, a boyfriend of my sister had, let, had said that he'd put me up in his cars and slept in a car and slept on the streets, but not really slept in it. I'd slept in a room a couple of times, but then told I couldn't sleep there anymore. So I went to the to to the hostel. I can't remember how I found out where to go. Well, I think I might have seen it in the local paper. And when I walked around the room, and I know I know where this is now because I drive past it frequently, and there's people and, and Funnily enough, I see people that have had a challenged life standing outside smoking, and I think that was that was where I was shown to go and sleep. I just felt it was wrong and I didn't want to do it, so um, I went and slept on I slept on the streets for a couple more nights with my coat overheated as a blanket, and then um, and, it, and, and you just don't let me sleep. <laughs> and that's that's quite a vulnerable position to be in, isn't it? Having to sleep on the streets because of, I mean, what time of year are we talking? Was it summertime? Was it warmer weather? Or it was a, uh, about March, April. March, April. No, yes, yeah, so it's not the warmest of months, is it? No, it's not. I, me- I remember, I remember thinking, I'm not going to sleep in the doorway. I remember thinking, I'm going to climb over a gate and find somewhere so it's not safer yeah so what I did is I, I know where it is actually in place and I and uh, I climbed over a high gate and slept around the corner in a doorway the back entrance to a building rather than sleep in a doorway where people could see me because I felt like you know I needed to be hidden away and yeah people see me sleeping I could I would never be able to sleep no people walking no I can understand that um, but again, I mean, it was cold. I mean, you're, you're up at sort of 5.30 in the morning. You can't sleep till 2 in the morning because you can hear everyone coming back from the pubs because it's in the centre of Nottingham. 
Um, but you, you know, you're waking up at half five, six o'clock, and think, right, I'll, put, I'll get up now. I'm going to the local um, toilets and having a wash and, and sort myself out. And again, we go again. Um, but it wasn't long before I got a job, and that, and, and that's a different chapter in my, uh, which I haven't written yet. But that, that'll be a different sort of um, writing. You've got one more final uh, writing that you've done, which is learning to love and trust and the feeling of belonging. Would you like to read that to us yourself, uh, Nigel, and explain to us as well um, the story behind that? Yeah, let, me, um, let me just bring that up. Okay. Um, so being in my... I'd been in my new hometown a while now, still unsure to my purpose. I followed the crowd for a while, watching, learning, forming my opinions of my reasons to be involved. We work together. There's, no, there's something in common there, albeit not much else. I suppose partying was an activity we enjoyed together. Most nights were done in solitude, as one's drinking partner found another option. One night would change everything for good though, as understanding of love or the purpose was almost non-existent due to the path being previously walked. On the way back, it's, it's dark and my unreliable accompaniment is disappointed due to his weekly quest having failed. We are, we are thrust together with others upon our trip. It would change so much, a loving soul that one should always reminisce as it would change views so much. The chase of honeymoon attraction commenced, which afforded a new direction in life, the climax of which would end a short period of happiness, however create a new thought pattern of love. Yes, yeah, another situation. Wow. Mm. Another situation that I went through for a while, um, and um, this was about, um, I'd got, I got myself a job, and, um, and the first thing you do is, is you make new friends when you get a job, obviously, you, you're now sort of mixing and loving shoulders with other people, so I'd made a couple of friends, and one of those friends was who I speak about there, and um, I later learned over a period of two or three years that, you know, it, he was out for himself, you know, that was him, you know, that's what he wanted to do. So if we would go out, if, if he had met anyone on the night out, he'd, he'd be gone and he'd leave me. So that happened a, one, a few times. But when you've got sort of limited friends, you stick around. And, um, but one, and it, it was almost like um, demeaning because you felt, I mean, all, the, all of the past that I speak of, you now experiencing emotions with someone that you've met who you want to respect and, and become friends with is now just dis disrespecting you so mm -hmm. as a young man you think to yourself well you can think what well, you can think lots of different emotions actually but i had to make a decision is, 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 is he really a friend but anyway we're out another night and we met two two girls and um one of which i've become very good friends with um, but little did I know at the time that she would that she was um, she was attracted to me. I wasn't really too much attracted to her, but uh, but I found her 
uplifting as a person yeah. and um, and what she did is she, she gave me confidence to trust and confidence in myself and she and and, and I felt an esteem I felt a self esteem coming through again um, it was a tough time for a young kid in, in moving town on his own um, and all the stuff that I went through and um, and we, we we had a nice time together over a small period of time and um and then um, went on separate ways, but it sticks in my mind that she helped me to, to understand uh, belonging and, and, and love because she was nurturing me because she, she liked me. So that was, that was something that I experienced in, in that time. Of, I think I was around about 20, 21 maybe. Um, but um, yeah, so that, that, that was that really. <laughs> it, everything is very thought provoking um you know it really makes you look at life and and the blessings that we have uh i mean i, I never have had to sleep on the streets I, you know i was never um rejected or or pushed away uh from my family so to, to hear your experiences although we can learn so much from them and, and i'm sure other people have learned from them listening to them tonight they're very thought-provoking aren't they and heartfelt Yes, and and the in your writings and um, you know you reminiscing with us here tonight now, Nigel. We can we can we can feel every, every yeah. emotion that that you were going through then, and you know just taking us back to that time in your life. And um, you've got an amazing memory. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like we're walking that path with you, and and really it gives us the opportunity to appreciate, you know, um, our own families and. And the people who are in our lives, uh, yeah, it really does. Yeah, and and also give out compassion for those who are um, have been in those situations and perhaps are in those situations at this very moment in time themselves, or have family members that they know that are um, that have taken the choice to go perhaps living um, living away and whether they're living on the streets or whether they're living um, in a company of gangs or you know like like um, you just said then having somebody who can show them compassion and um, and let them believe in themselves. Absolutely, and the opportunity to be able to help another person, I think, is important because re- respect for each other, regardless of whether we live under a roof or, or not, um, is totally important, isn't it? It's very important. It's very important indeed. And um, we're, I mean, we're all, we, we've all got choices. Stand by this, and we all have choices. And sometimes we don't know what what to choose, but we all have choices. So if there's someone out there that doesn't know what what step to take next, then speak to someone. Speak to someone and ask them what 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 they would suggest. But we we do have a choice. So if we're sleeping rough, we have a choice to sleep rough. And the people there'll be people out there that would would ridicule that that comment and say that that, that that's not true, but um, because some people can't find the strength to, to, to possibly speak to anyone, but that's still a choice to sleep rough. Mm. It's, it's, it's a choice to do everything in life, and, and, and it's about making the right choice for you to be happy and surround yourself with loving, respectful, peaceful people. And having been through what I'd been through as a child, it, gave, it armoured me, but it also gave me the um, inspiration to not be in that situation again. Yeah. 
I, I just want to say thank mm-hmm. you, you know, so, so much because, um, like I said, it gives us food for thought. Um, it helps us to appreciate and respect where we're at. Um, so as far as your book goes now, Nigel, are you continuing to write chapters or have you got a, a different outlook for your book? What, what um, I found out, And a healing process at the same time, isn't it? As it brings up um, those memories and emotions, and and yeah, just going reliving it, I guess, at some degree. Yeah. 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 Well, I, thank you so much for sharing your story with us tonight. It's been absolutely inspirational. Uh, the determination. Uh, you're a wonderful guy, and you know to turn out as you have. Uh, with you know respect for others as well as yourself and and coming from that space of love which you weren't shown um you know as, as you were growing up I, I think this is just absolutely wonderful isn't it emma hats off to you nigel yes and you can't wait to hear what else um is coming um from your writings and how things start to turn and then the um the positive side of your life i'm sure at some point when you met your wife and you've got beautiful children then um, i'm looking forward to to reading about those moments in your life as well as well and and also how your children feel about your story and what you've been through because as a parent i know it'd be difficult to be able to see our children go through something like that but um Mm. it'd be interesting to have a, a child's perception knowing that their their dad has has got that strength inside them Yes, yeah. amazing, amazing, fantastic. Thank you so, so much, Nigel. You're an inspiration, you really are. Thank you so much for joining us on Heart to Heart here at POS Radio tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also, we're going to we're going to take it away with um, a couple of more tracks just to end tonight's show. This is Neil Diamond and Forever in Blue Jeans. But it 
don't sing and dance and it don't walk As long as I can have you here with me I'd much rather be forever in blue jeans Honey is sweet But it ain't nothing next to baby's treat And if you pardon me I'd like to say we do okay forever in blue jeans Baby tonight Baby tonight by the fire all alone you and I Nothing around but the sound of my heart and your side have come to the end of our very first birthday here at Heart to Heart at Pure West Radio. So I just want to say thank you so, so much for joining us here again once tonight in the heart of Halford West. Emma, once again, it's been an absolute pleasure. As always. Thank you, Lynn. And also to Nigel, thank you so much for sharing your time across the airways. So from myself, Lynn, Cheryl Perfect, until next week, we'll look forward to connecting to you then. This is Shallow, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born. Lots of love. In all the good times I find myself longing for change. 